Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. Hello, this is Ashley Mazurik at MaxStormCoaching.com. Welcome back, listeners. And uh, today we have a um, talk that is going to represent somewhat of a part two of the extrovert versus introvert. Kind of, sort of. Uh, we're going to talk about the elements and as it relates to a particular body and uh, creating balance in these particular elements that we're going to talk specifically about today, I feel is important first within ourselves, and then also within our clients. It's sort of like a sneak preview. And, you know, for me, the more knowledge that I can learn about my own self and my own dysfunctions and trying to be better and trying to be more balanced, I can then take it into my practice. And if I'm aware of the knowledge and education that I've searched around discovering myself, I can then take it into my practice because to be, to be, you know, real people that come into our lives are basically mirror images of us. And so that's really awesome because whatever we've gone through, basically what's gravitating into our lives are people that are also going through or have gone through or need to go through what we've already experienced. So we're there to use that experience slash wisdom that we've done on ourselves to make ourselves better to then help others. And isn't that what we're here for is to work with people so that we can help, so that we can allow ourselves to be better and we can allow other people to be better. That's really why we get into this industry of so-called personal training slash becoming a practitioner, you know, just being in the healthcare industry. It's all about helping others. And so today we're going to talk specifically about four elements. And those four elements are the fire element, the earth element, the water element, and the air. And so what we're, we're striving for is we're looking to see what each element represents and for us to absorb that knowledge about ourselves and go, wow, I'm a, I'm a dominant fire or I'm a dominant air or I'm a dominant water based off of what we can learn. And then hopefully knowing that and knowing that about yourselves, then you can acquire to be more balanced. In other words, hopefully you can see in the description of each of these elements where you lie, where if you are balanced, kudos to you, um, and where your dominance is. And as it relates to your dominance, uh, you can figure out if the person that comes into your space, into your energy field, a client that comes to you, you can, based off this information, know what element they are and hopefully adjust. And so I say that with my own experience. I know that I'm a fire element. And so for me to be successful in my practice, which again, that's what Max Storm Coaching is all about. How can we be better? How can we be more successful in our practice? And so if I'm a fire element and I have a water come into my, my patient room, 
and I don't adapt to the water element with what I know, then I can easily turn off a water element because I'm too fiery. And that's really important. Um, there's two books that I would recommend that I've read years ago that have really helped me to understand and gravitate towards this information was a Penny Pierce is frequency understanding how when you get in the energy field of someone else, your energy then transforms into theirs. Hopefully, if we're open enough to kind of neutralize the energy, we can become that person and that way we become more adaptable to their needs and wants and it's a successful relationship. Now, another book that I got some of this information from is The Wisdom of the Face um, by uh, Hainer, H-A-N-E-R, and that is a fabulous book. Um, That was, for me years ago, kind of running across this book, starting to acquire my intuitiveness uh, aspect of trying to understand people from where they're at, and so that I can, with a quick study of understanding the face, right in the title, I can see where the dysfunction potentially rise up as it relates to the mental emotional. And I can go ahead and dip into my coaching aspect of it as it relates to the mental emotional, which I think is really important. So we're going to talk a little bit about the physical nature, obviously the mental emotional aspect of dealing with clients. So let's dive right in. Hopefully you guys enjoy this piece of information. It's, it's, it's different from what we normally hear, but I feel like it's, it's really interesting. And so as, if we talk specifically about air, the air element person, and, and what I mean by this is they're more dominant air. It doesn't mean that they're, they don't have earth in them. It doesn't mean that they don't have water, and it doesn't mean they don't have fire. It just means that they're air dominance. And so to the degree of balance, I'm going to talk a little bit about yang, and I'm going to talk a little bit about yin. Now, to the degree we're too yang, that's that's not good. It's it's too much. Um, it's uh, it, we need to create balance in that specific specific nature. And so each of these I'll categorize in yin or yang, so then that you can understand what that a person needs as far as element wise to create the balance. So if we take air and we categorize it as a yang dominance. Um, yang people usually act from their heart. They're very compassionate and they're really, really good listeners. They're the type of people that go with the flow. And typically you might find this as a very artistic person or you might find it as a very social person. Uh, they, they're in Their need and want is to have uh, social wrapped around what they do in their life. Um, they, they give and receive very well, but this also leads to an out-of-balance nature of particularly leading them into depression or addictions. Air people, um, if you think about the air, their, their vibration is very high, and so they tend to be um, sort of non-grounded. So they're not earth, they're the opposite of earth. So they change their mind a lot, and they can tend to be very sensitive people. And so what they would need, if you think about air, what they would need to create stability, sustenance, is the grounding of the earth to balance their 
too much airiness. Um, they think before um, they feel, so they tend to be that absent-minded professor. Uh, they also have a really strong gift of speech. Um, and if we talk about airy people um, having um, a lot of uh, particular ideas, what we would say, they're typically dreamers. So we would categorize them into, into the like ADD um, area. And so commitment issues, um, taking a project and seeing it to its end or creating closure is probably not their strong suit. So uh, when I say talk about commitment issues, if you think about air and you think about wind, you think about the air element, how can you really tie down wind? Um, that would be a great analogy to this particular air element person and categorizing and understanding what that really means. The air people, um, as it relates to to the body, uh, there, that relates to like the breath, okay, the pump systems, the diaphragm, and so when you think about uh, earthing versus air, we would think that air people have the tendency to be more hypermobile, so they have a lot of joint laxity, which therein lies the the balance to that is we take hypermobility and we bind the joints with doing what exercise as it relates to weights and resistance. And so if that's true, we look at air elements. Typically, these people love cardiovascular. So they're, they're cardio-driven people. And so what we would do with them is try to earth them to create balance. So air on the yang side, if we were to categorize yin or yang. So too much air is too yang, which leads them to too much emotional instability. Um, they tend to be more ADD-minded, changing their mind a lot, have lots of ideas, but really never do anything with those amazing ideas. Okay, so let's move on to their counterpart, which is the earth, which we just spoke about, balancing out the air. We're going to take the opposite of air being categorized as yang and say that earth is the yin counterpart. So yin, meaning that the earth people, they start by talking about something personal. These people, if you think earth, and I'm going to relate the chakra system because I think it applies here. When we talk about root, we talk about family. And so earth people are very, very family oriented. They want to have conversations about their family and relatives, and they want to know about yours. And I'm sure some of you right now are thinking about that client. I'm thinking about one right now. Every time we enter our session, the first thing that this client will ask me about is, how's your family? How's the kids? And so for me, I'm a fire person. So it's like, I want to get down to business and let's get going on what's what's the focus here today. But I can't do that. If I'm, if I'm going to meet this client where they're at, it's important for me to take my my fire out and earth it a little bit by saying, oh, my family's good and talk five minutes about my family because that pleases them. They may need that, that personal connection in order to feel safe and secure 
with me. And so we want to do that. If we want to be the best practitioner for our clients, we have to give them what they need as well. And then once we're beyond that comfort zone of talking about personal lives and the connection, then you'll watch them blossom. They just, they just open up. They're, they're ready to dive into whatever you want to talk about. These earth people, which we love, I, I tend, tend to love because I'm sort of earthy in this way, that they're very huggy. You know, earth people are physical. They're super grounded. And so they care about what's real, tangible, and physical. Oh, so what does that also mean is I'm not going to talk to a dominant earth person about the esoteric aspect of what I'm doing because that's so not tangible. That's more faith-oriented, creating imagination about something that is so not physical and tangible. And so they're not going to connect with me if I start off the bat talking about esoteric stuff. So they learn by doing. And so there, so I would also connect the, the theories of the kinesthetic. So their earth people are great in the aspect that they're, they commit, they commit to something and they do it. Um, they love to, um, stay with something and steady and for a long period of time to see what's happening and, and how it creates tangible results for them. At the same time, if you're too airy or too fiery and you want to like go with change very quickly, because don't forget fire is the Shiva of transformation. They are ready for results. They want to see change. And if things aren't happening fast enough, they're going to change the model. And so that's really not a good idea to do with the earth person because their change is not near as fast as other the other elements specifically of fire. Um, earth people are more homebodies. And so if we were to take the aspect of understanding program design and talking about whether there are cat types, which changes very quick, or whether they're, they're salamander, these particular earth dominant people are salamanders. They're slow. We would change their program with maybe one or two exercises being completely different, but then taking the three or four other exercises in their program and just making a lateral shift, maybe just changing the variables, but not changing the exercise because they can become, earth people can become a little overwhelmed with too much information and too much change. And that is discouraging. And that, that loot that leads to a loss of connection with you. Okay. So let's move on. Um, the earth, don't forget how we would balance earth is we would put a little air in themselves. So earth people are typically the, it's a slower vibration. Um, these people are hypomobile. So they're really tight. They're the air people. We said the opposite. So the earth needs some more air. So earth people tend to love working out in the gym, love doing the bodybuilding type exercise program. If you think of earth, I think of an earthbound person. So they're like stuck to the ground. They don't, they're, they're not, they're not like hummingbirds where they move really quickly and they like kind of glide along the earth. They're like stuck to the earth, slower moving people. And so what we can do to help earth people is give them a little air. And 
Well, if we know that air is breath and pumps and diaphragm, what that means to me is that we should give them a little cardiovascular, give them that, that air that they can breathe more of that would raise their vibration a little bit. And so if, if, there's a, if there's an aspect of earth that if we talk about dysfunction as it relates physically, um, we might find that if somebody's too earthed um, and as it relates to their typical type of body, which is really tight and restriction, I think restriction, I think digestion, I think um, they, they're more the doing uh, weights and consuming protein powders. I think of constipation. So their pump systems, if air is pump systems, then earth is not pump system. So the pumps within the body, first pump I think of is peristalsis. So the cleaning out um, of the pump systems through peristalsis uh, would be slow. So that, that's, what, that's where I would get constipation. Okay, next, let's go back to yang. We just finished with earth being yin. Let's talk about fire. Oh, I can, I can talk about fire because I'm fire dominant. And so fire, these people tend to talk a mile a minute. Their mind wanders a lot. They typically have a lot of things going on in their mind at once. So uh, when I first think of that and I can relate to my own experience, it's going to be a challenge for a fire dominant, don't forget dominant person, to sit down and still their mind and start a meditation practice. These types of people, and I can say, typically might need an active meditation uh, so that they can move their body, so that they can work with the the mind and not be so frustrated um, with trying to create balance within themselves. We don't want to lose them into frustration because then they think this process isn't working. So we want to, again, meet the clients where they're at. So know that about fire people. Um, if if you're if you are not fire and you deal with a fire person if you go too slow you will lose their trust and their attention um if if you like i when i meet a client that comes in and i know they're fire dominant i'm like on cloud 100 because I can just completely be myself, talk really fast, talk about meeting goals really quickly, talk about how we can change if not. And they really love that stuff. So that's if you meet a fire. And that's why it's important that we talk about these characteristics so that you can be successful in your practice and identify really quickly who that person is sitting across from you um, to connect and be successful. Um, fire people uh, may be a little dramatic. Um, there could be the drama queens. And oftentimes you might see in a fire dominant person an emotional flare up. Um, it, and oftentimes it can be unconscious. And these fire people tend to be um, firecrackers as it relates to being super gung-ho about their ideas, their goals, and their causes. And so I'm sure that you've met the, the business type A, triple A executives that tend to be very driven, ambitious. These are our fire types. Um, they, they are, um, they've got goal after goal after goal, and they've gotten very successful because um, that ambition and 
fire within them that that helped them reach their goals. Um, they're typically a little dynamic of fire people. You walk in the room, you you um, you know that they're a fire type because they have that dynamic personality. They also can be very hot tempered. So a little water goes a long way with a little fire. Um, and and if you are if you resonate with fire, or you can think of someone with a fire element that's dominant. You'll know that when a fire dominant person is in relationship with a fire dominant other person, eh, it can be um, pretty hot and heavy when it comes to confrontation. Um, and then uh, fire dominant people um, can be obsessive. Uh, impulsive. Uh, at the same time, we need some grounding with fire because these firecrackers have these ideas and these missions, and all of a sudden, they and within 24 hours, I, I'm I'm specifically speaking of a neighbor that I have that I just experienced her fire dominance with our, our a neighborhood issue issue that we had, and my goodness, this lady was hot and heavy about changing. Uh, some deed deed issues in our neighborhood, and she went out and got clipboards and petition letters and pens and got t-shirts made. I mean, she was on a mission with her goal to override this decision that was made in our neighborhood. And God bless her. But I will tell you, but within a week, you didn't hear anything else about it. So that's sort of like that, and God bless her, that firecracker mentality um, that she needed a little bit of water to kind of slow things down and take this to the point where we could, in longevity, create an ultimate uh, closure and success with the project that she started. Um, so fire again. These, this is the Shiva of transformation. They transform very easily. They welcome change. Uh, if we look at fire as it relates to the body, um, we're looking at uh, where you know fire and heat. That's digestion. Uh, that's metabolism. Metabolism creates um, heat within us to warm us up. Uh, it's this, the home of the solar plexus. Um, it's energy. Solar plexus is that third chakra that is personal power, self will. They have lots of energy. If we were to talk about too much fire in an individual and what kind of dysfunction that we could potentially see with too much fire. Uh, it would be, well, we could say they have thyroid. We could say they're hyperthyroid. And ultimately, if they don't get in check, if they don't create balance with themselves, if we, they don't find some water to cool them down, that hyperthyroid will ultimately turn into hypothyroid. So, what I, and the reason I mentioned this example is because you could potentially see hypothyroidism with someone, but you might be seeing the result of too much fire. So, and now they're at the consequences of that too much fire. And so not to think that they're slow or they're sluggish. Potentially, I want you to think that maybe they were fire dominant to begin with. And potentially, if we can help them, that we teach them about balance because as soon as we create change in a fire, they go right back to those old ways if they haven't learned their lesson. And that's the point of being with us is, is that 
We work with people so that we can help them understand what it means to be more balanced. That is the key to life, people. Um, if And I'm sure most of you have learned that by now. It's, it's about one, it's about reflecting on your to-dos, yourself, your emotions, and are they in check? Are they balanced? Or are they too much yang? Are they, are they going into the direction of creating too much fire within yourselves that it creates dysfunction and instability? And lastly, um, we'll talk that about that yin counterpart to fire, which is water. Okay, so water, I mean, when you think of water, what do you think about? Water, I feel like these people are more, um, they're, they're easygoing. They're, they typically are slow talkers, and they don't get down to business like the fire. Um, they wander in their conversation. These are, the, these are the people that might talk and not specifically stay on point with their conversation because they're more auditory. How they, how they grow within themselves is hearing themselves talk and they tend to be very sensitive when it comes to feelings. Um, they're, they can be very fearful and that fearfulness um, goes into the fact that they have thoughts, but they oftentimes will hide how they really feel. They're not very direct people. So this might be, might be a passive aggressive type personality. And so, you know, you have your fires who are very direct. They're, they don't tend to be passive aggressive. You know, they'll get right to the point of what's going on and what's bothering that, which, you know, to some degree we can love, but you know, a fire person going out of water like that can really, uh, could really take um, the water person and put them in a shell and um, not allow them to communicate openly to what's really going on within themselves. Okay. So what does water mean within the body? So we're talking about um, blood, fluids. Um, we're talking about uh, joints that have cartilage, which need um, water to lubricate. Um, we're talking about membranes in the body. We're talking about digestion too, the rectal ligaments, um, all of those things that are really water sensitive. And so as it relates to the physical nature of body, uh, what might you what might you see in a person that's water deficient? Um, well, let's go back to overly fire, less water. Um, if we're talking about water deficiency, first thing that comes to mind is uh, dehydration. So there's not a lot of flow. Um, there's not a lot of water, but at the same time, you can have too much water. Okay. Well. And, you know, from that standpoint, how many people actually drink too much water? Well, in my experience, uh, not too many. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't see too much um, illustration from too much water, but instead I would relate the over water element person with water retention, okay? And what is water retention usually as a result of? Not enough water. Uh, so when you're not getting enough water, the body's holding on to water because it's 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 
it's deprived of it, so it doesn't think it's going to get it. So it virtually holds on. Um, so these are all characteristics of the four elements that I chose. Now, don't forget, I didn't mention metal and wood, and there, and that is. Um, a consideration of two other elements within the body. I just stuck with the counterbalance um, of understanding the yin and the yang and how we could balance those particular elements um, with the four. So the fire, earth, water, and air. Um, but if you want to learn more about metal and wood, um, Hainer uh, has in the wisdom of the face, she has great characteristics of what metal and wood personality characteristics might look like. And so I would feel free to enjoy that amazing book. I have recommended that book for many, many years and everyone that has purchased it has said how amazing and and how much they enjoy that book because it does give a tremendous amount of knowledge uh, to what things represent in the body. And mostly the book is about the face and what lines and um, uh, scars or um, moles or um, things that represent um, represent the adole- from the from the childhood adolescence all the way through the. 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s. It's really quite interesting. And they have, which I love about any book, it has a lot of pictures. And so for me, I'm, I love pictures and it helps me understand a little bit better. So that's all for today. I hope you, um, I hope you got a little bit out of this pieces of, of information. It's, it's something that, you know, when I think about what can I do, what can I share that has influenced and impacted me and my practice that I think is kind of cool, um, I just decided I think I would share that with you. Always love your feedback as to, um, you know, if I'm heading in the right direction or if you have something you are interested in, maybe I can talk or share that always go to maxstormcoaching.com and there's a section that you can scroll down to and put your input. Um, We appreciate you taking the time in your day because to be quite honest, there's thousands and thousands of videos and podcasts out there where you can learn lots of amazing information. And so for me that you took the time to listen um, to this podcast, super appreciative. So enjoy the rest of your day. We'll chat next time. Thank you for listening to the Max Storm Business Coaching Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, 